Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back, you health renaissance people. Okay, today we're talking about healthy bones. Now, osteoporosis, uh, if you've heard of it, if you've been afraid of it, if it runs in your family, I'll tell you right now, it does not run in your family. Okay, we're going to show you how to get your bones healthy. Now, we just had a, a new thing, okay, 74 of our videos were taken off. Uh, so please, if you are supporting the drbvip.com site, you're talking it's less than 30 bucks for a whole year. But when you get on there, be part of the resistance. Share, send the, the URL, send everything. Because right now we are looking for another server. We're on Rumble, but um, I've got a list of the 74 videos uh, that we've had to remove. And also, thank you, those who are supporting Extreme Health Academy. I'm going to be on there, I think, next weekend for another webinar. Uh, just brilliant people who have had real people, real challenges, and real results. Okay, so for the Cliff Note version, what causes weak bones? Okay, lack of use, number one. And if you think about it, if you don't, don't use your, your body, your joints, there's going to be a decay in it. Uh, like the British Medical Journal did a study on habitual knuckle cracklers. You know when mom told you not to crack your knuckles because they're going to grow and swell? She was wrong. She was right about everything else, but she was wrong. It turns out the more you use these bones, the stronger they get. Medications, and I'm talking nearly every medication. This goes from non anti-inflammatories, Advil, Motrin, Aleve, to antacids. Medications create an acidic environment, and the body is going to go to the bone bank to withdraw calcium to alkalinize it. Toxicity is going to cause your body to utilize the minerals inside of the bone to alkalinize it. Nutrient deficiencies. And this also has to do with chronic stress. You may say, hey, look, I'm taking tons of healthy nutrients. Um, but if you're under stress, if I'm standing on your foot, you're creating less stomach acid. And you need stomach acid in order to absorb the nutrients, minerals in, in, in particular, and uh, blood acidity. Anything, and think of this, you've got respiration, perspiration, pooping and peeping. Yes, I did kiss my mother with that mouth. I can say poop and peep. Okay, so if any of those things are limited, your blood becomes acidic. When you're breathing, you're breathing out carbon dioxide, which is an acid. If you have good bowel movements, if you have good urination, you're alkalinized in the system. Now, what do you need to get? So weak bones, lack of use, medication, toxicity, nutrient deficiency, and blood acidity. What do you need to have healthy bones? You need to use them. Vibration and walking are the best thing. Trampling is amazing. Eliminate unnecessary medications. And I got to tell you, very rarely do I see medications that are needed. So find a doctor um, that understands that medications should only be used temporarily and find why, why you're taking them. You may have to fire your doctor. Then you decrease the toxicity and increase nutrient sufficiency. I know that sounds crazy, but remember, let food be your medicine and medicine be your food? It's still true today. Now, when you look at this, 10 million Americans are suffering from osteoporosis, and 44 million, so you're looking, there's only 300 million Americans, 
okay? You're looking at 55 million people have low band bone mass or osteoporosis. And as we age, our bodies, our bones don't get weaker. But as we age, we experience more environmental toxicity and less stomach acid. This is why people um, break down, why their, their skin wrinkles, because they're not producing enough stomach acid to get the available amino acids. But let's look at the insanity, because for you to be told, because remember, your great-grandmother never had thin bones, your great-great-grandmother never, never had thin bones, and in fact, a thousand generations um, your species has never had bones that were too thin. So let's go way back to 1995 when Merck, um, the drug company, yes, I know they're convicted felons, but, you know, and paid billions of dollars in fines. They developed this biphosphate drug, but they couldn't sell it um, because the bone densimeters, and there were only 200 machines in the U.S., it cost 300 bucks for a test. So why is somebody going to spend $300 for a test to make sure that you're okay? I know, this is 1995, not 2021, where people have to get a COVID test to make sure you're healthy. Okay, but now they created the Bone Measurement Institute. Now, this was headed by Jeremy Allen. Now, this was a nonprofit established by Merck. So it was no building, nothing. So it was a scam. This guy built this Bone Measurement Institute um, in, the, in the same building at his desk of the, of the drug company Merck because they couldn't sell the drug. So then what do they do? They went in and purchased these, this company that produced these densimeters. And they petitioned the government to have Medicare pay. You know, I mean, don't you want to check old people for their bones? So they got the government to put this on Medicare. So now Medicare paid for the machine to check it, which was worthless. And now got all women scared about, are my bones getting thin? So 1995, they, they um, got the drug. By 1997, they got Medicare to pay for bone, um, it's called the Bone Mass Medication Act. So it's a complete scam. Now, in 1994, there were 77,000 uh, um, people with osteoporosis. By 2019, 44 million. Okay, so we know that there was some kind of scam. Now, how are they checking you? Where they're going to check you, the World Health Organization recommends everybody being checked against a 30-year-old white female. Everyone. Now, when we look at human beings, the heaviest bone density human on the planet is an African male, and that is normal for him. The lightest bone density is a Northern European female, not Asian, Northern European female. <laughs> and that's normal. It doesn't mean that there's a pathology. So the U.S. standard is to compare a 30-year-old of the same sex and ethnicity, which is going to be a challenge now because is it the sex you were born with? What's your pronoun? I know. Think how crazy this gets. So then they match this, okay, and coexisting illnesses like hyperparathyroidism, alcoholism, glucocorticosteroids, 
all of these lifestyles can give you thinning of the bones, not to a pathologic extent, but it could affect your what's called the Z score. Now, they knew, and this is going way back when, where they're trying to find out what bone density should be. It was 1992 in Rome, Italy. Now, they knew roughly kind of what normal was, and they knew roughly kind of what osteoporosis was. But there was a big gray area in the middle that people weren't really bad and they weren't really good. Okay, so they called it osteopenia. Now, osteopenia was invented for researchers. It was never meant to categorize as a disease. Um, so it was just, just a guide. And I got to tell you, every week we're getting somebody in here that some um, woman or man was diagnosed with osteopenia. And I said, look, that wasn't even intended for a diagnosis. It means your blood is acidic. And they look at me and they say, no, doc, it's for the bones. I said, yeah, what causes the bones to lose it, uh, to lose their density? So think of this. Ultimate health, and you've got two aspects on your body and two types of cells that live on your bones. One osteoclast, they break it down. One osteoblast, they build it up. And you need this build up and tear down process of the bones in order to keep them healthy and flexible. So if you break down faster than you build up, that's called disease. If you rebuild faster than you break down, that's called health. It seems too simple. So the osteoclasts remove old bone. Osteoblasts produce it. Now, now the bones are amazing. They produce the red blood cells. They support the body. Balance, flexibility, strength. Super important are the bones. But also, bones are flexible. Now, you may th th think about arthritis. Well, arthritis, the most common type, is called degenerative disc disease or degenerative joint disease, DJD. Now, it's called degenerative disc disease. However, it's not degenerative. It's absolutely from a trauma. It's not a disease. It's from a trauma, and it's an adaptation. Uh, and degeneration, or the degenerative disc disease, does not appear in the elderly unless they've had a trauma. That's right. You don't get old and your body breaks down. Your body breaks down, and then you start to age rapidly. And this is Kirkaldian wildness, which when I was uh, you know, teaching the physical therapy lab or physiotherapy lab, um, you're talking, this was the Bible, okay, of any kind of biomechanics, Kirkaldian wildness. And they put old bones in, from old cadavers through torsion, compression, um, all these tests, and they function exactly the same as young cadaver bones. And I'm telling you, osteoporosis is not a normal part of aging. Okay, Modern psychosis is a part of our society. And just think back. Think back to the, the leaders three, four, five generations earlier. There was no osteoporosis. There was no high blood pressure. Uh, if you look before 1900, cancers affected less than 1% of the population. So this is a sick society. And I'm going to show a 95-year-old with trauma, with degeneration, and a thinning of the bones, but that is not pathological. Now, when you look at this, 
Osteoporosis is a clue um, for, for that the blood is acidic. Now, the number one drug that they're going to use, and this is Fosamax, which is a biphosphate drug. There's a whole bunch of drugs that um, they're, they're going to utilize in order to increase bone density. Notice I didn't say increase strength. And here's an Ayurvedic proverb, quote, when diet is wrong, medicine is of no use. When diet is correct, medicine is of no need. I'm telling you, those ancient guys got it right. Okay, now here's the thing. The drug they give you for osteoporosis increases your fracture risk. And you might say, wait a second. You no, know, it increases your fracture risk. This is why the, if the doctor puts you on it, it stops the buildup and teardown of the bone. So the bones look denser on the densometer, but they're becoming chalk. They actually are way more brittle. So you've got to take it less than five years. But I would recommend you not taking it and fixing the blood acidity problem, which is or the lack of movement or the pain relief or the mud, blood toxicity that's really the causing it. Now, um, you're going to see in the 2008, the FDA contacted Fosamax manufacturer Merck about continuous reports of femur fractures, but also inflammation of the bone marrow, um, jaw necrosis, severe bone pain, and increased cancer rates, atrial fibrillation. No kidding, because you got to figure the body is going to, and this is under um, Actinel, Boniva, Fosamax, Aredia. I mean, th there's, there's tons of different drugs for, or names for these biphosphate drugs. But what do they do? They break, they stop that process of the body breaking down and building up the blood, the bone. That breakdown is going to put calcium in the system. Calcium is a positive ion, so it's going to start alkalinizing the blood. Well, I'll tell you, if you got osteoporosis, let's alkalinize right now. Take a deep breath in. Oh my God, you just breathed out carbon dioxide. That is an acid. Does that mean just increasing lung function, helping digestion, looking at the physical, chemical, emotional stress will help? Absolutely. Here's a, the title of this article from the Law uh, Journal of Law and Medical, Medicine Ethics. Institutional Corruption of Pharmaceutical and the Myth of Safe and Effective Diseases. The Myth of Safe and Effective Diseases. And they go over, quote, the pharmaceutical industry has corrupted the practice of medicine through its influence over what drugs are developed and how they are tested and how medical knowledge is created. Amazing. And you got to figure, the Journal of the American Medical Association, in 1998, they said the right drug at the right time in the right dosage kills over 100,000 people a year. Now, but uh, I think it was like 2004, they updated this to now it's 128,000 people a year dying from the right drug at the right time and the right dosage. Uh, you can't even imagine the statistics from the COVID shot. Okay, but we won't get into that now. You figured nearly five times the number of people killed by overdosing on prescription pain relievers, heroin, all those overdoses. Five times that, five-fold that increase is the people doing the right drug at the right time at the right dosage. 
and and you may say, well, milk it does a body good. No, um, milk it's not good for you. American Journal of Epidemiology uh, found out that consumption of dairy products increased fracture. Of course it does. Okay, when you look at this, anything that acidifies the system, and, and when you're eating animal products, and this is what, what a lot of people will, will say, they'll say, look, whether you're eating animals or vegetables, the stuff that comes out of the stomach is only a pH of, of 2 to 3, whether it's animals or vegetable. That's absolutely true. However, when the body goes through and absorbs the nutrients from that, the, the leftover from the animal products is acidic. And so the body's got to alkalinize that. How does it alkalinize it? Well, the pancreas has got to work harder because it secretes the sodium bicarb. But the body's going to go to the bone bank to withdraw the calcium. So this means that acidic lifestyles, acidic um, diets will weaken your bones. Now, the, the risk factors, the official risk factors, are being older than 65, having a broken bone after 50, if you've got poor health, if you're underweight, if you've got menopause before 45, if you drink more than two alcohols uh, a few times a week, and if you fall and you're not physically active. No kidding. But look at this. When you, ta when you break that stuff down in detail, Menopause before 45, so what does that mean? Toxic environmental influences. You're exposed to a lot of endocrine disruptors. And these are things that are like hormones, but not hormones. Alcohol, what does that do? That depletes the body of vitamin C. What's vitamin C? That's essential, essential for tissue production. Okay, sometimes fall. That means poor balance. And when people have poor balance, they have less activity. Remember, the way that you alkalinize and the body has a really narrow pH. pH is the is the acid level, acid base level of the blood. It's seven point three five to seven point four five. You go up a half a point one way or the other, you're dead. Okay, now you have respiration, perspiration, pooping and peeping, okay, but also mineral depletion. Now if you're taking a drug Okay, that stops the body's ability to get calcium out of the bone. Guess what? You got calcium deficiency. If you've got chronic stress, you got magnesium or mineral deficiency. Okay, if you've got a, like diet soda, is I mean you could almost rot a nail in diet soda. It's got a pH of around two and a half to four and a half, so average of three. I mean that's ridiculous. And the average uh, number one source of calories in the, in the United States is soda, 46 gallons a year per person. Somebody's making up for me because I don't drink that stuff. Now, medical conditions. And again, you've got to remember the delusion of diagnosis. Hyperthyroidism. Does anybody have a hyperthyroidism or knowing that the thyroid is controlled by the pituitary, the pituitary is controlled by the hypothalamus, and the hypothalamus gets its input from the spine. You know, if you're diagnosed with one of these conditions, like hyperthyroidism, chronic lung disease, cancer, inflammatory bowel disease, vitamin D deficiency, multiple sclerosis, if you're diagnosed with one of those, and you've got a, a, a medical PEZ dispenser, that you go up to, they look at your paperwork and they give you drugs and they're not looking at the underlying cause, for goodness sake, that, that bastard works for you. Fire him, okay? 
fire them. Let them get up to a level of where they're going to look at the source of it and realize that your body is smart. It's made in the image and likeness of God. Your body is designed to thrive on this planet. Now, if you're taking steroids, if you're taking chemotherapy or thyroid medications or seizure medications, antacids, antidepressants, high blood pressure, um, Advil, Motrin, Aleve, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, those all weaken the blood or weaken the bones. When we look at there's a balance between the thyroid uh, and cortisol or adrenals and thyroid. So if you are in a chronic state of stress, chronic state of stress, your adrenal glands are going to be kicking out cortisol, and that's going to be lowering thyroid function. You need a healthy thyroid to build healthy bones. But when you're in a chronic, critically stressed state, um, that, those adrenals aren't going to work right. And if you have a doctor, again, that says, oh, you have adrenal fatigue, okay, good. Why? What's, what's the cause of it? There's only three, and I'm going to tell you right now. It's physical, chemical, and emotional stress. And there's other things you can do. Like, like when I tell you non-steroidal anti-inflammatories, um, and this is Advil, Motrin, Aleve, I mean, that whole class of drugs, um, if you're taking it but you're in pain, taking something that's better. Like a study out of 2009 in India found that curcumin, and not only does it taste good, but you can get it in pill form. Okay, remember, let food be your medicine, medicine be your food. It actually helps rheumatoid arthritis. It helps way better than a non-steroidal anti-inflammatories. Now, the number one drug that's going to cause osteoporosis is the proton pump inhibitors. This is for reflux. Now, look at our, our videos all on hiatal hernias, and you're going to see there's a simple, simple solution and hiatal hernias come from um, a neck problem leading to a dysfunction of the diaphragm or the insertion of the diaphragms off. But to take a pill that lowers your stomach acid increases hip fractures, it increases bone degeneration, it increases cardiovascular issues, increases esophageal cancer. It's a dumb drug. Just if you have reflux, don't drink water a half hour before a meal, a half hour after a meal, or any water during a meal because you want stomach acid in order to limit the reflux. Reflux does not come from too much acid. It comes from too little. And then fluoridation. Yep, we're in an insane world where they're putting fluoride in the water. Now, fluoride does have a calming effect on your nervous system. So maybe, you know, and they put fluoride in with the water in the prison camps to have a calming effect on the populace. But by God, you're talking skeletal fractures, anemia, vomiting, bone inflammation. And fluoride is insidious. Companies that make stuff with it, like canned old pineapple has fluoride in it. Hansen Soda, Minute Maid Orange Juice has, has fluoride in it. So be careful. So what can you do? Number one, Vitamin K, and I know this is, I'd, I'd rather you get it from foods like dark green leafy vegetables, Brussels sprouts, uh, collard greens, kale, but it's also in eggs, butter, um, fermented foods, goose pate, I mean just certain cheeses. Vitamin K is huge. 
exercise, move those bones. Now, one of the best ones is a trampoline because you're increasing and decreasing pressure on there. That increase and decrease pressure when you're on those little rebounders actually stimulate the cell production. A detox, a, if man makes it, do not eat it. And direct sunlight is super important. Figure half of the year, either the north or the south hemispheres are in low sunlight. I was just in a country where it was in perpetual sunlight. Man, Thailand is freaking warm and beautiful. And luckily, I was there when it, they said it was going to be hot as hell. And it was actually real pleasant. I liked it. But, man, they don't have some shortage of sunlight down there. But if you do, get out there. Get the vitamin D. You need it. You can also get vitamin D from food sources like mackerel, um, wild fresh salmon, uh, mushrooms, but vitamin D, um, you're talking, it influences everything. Vitamin D is the most important um, nutrient to your body. And in fact, low vitamin D levels, you're talking increased COVID-19, you're talking increased heart disease risk, increased cancer risk. Vitamin D is one of the few supplements that you should be taking. Um, American Journal of Cardiology says vitamin D levels can reduce your a level of a risk of dying by 50%. And that's also, vitamin D is linked to brain dysfunction, Alzheimer's, dementia, cardiovascular disease. So see this? When, when you're looking at osteoporosis, we're talking about health. If osteoporosis is the red flashing light, but dementia is the end result because of vitamin D deficiency or acidity, by God, it's just a red flashing light. It's not a problem. Now, vitamin D and K2, you've got to take the two together. They are amazing. And number one mineral that everybody is deficient in is magnesium. Now, this is 80% of Americans are deficient in it. It's used in over 3,000 um, human proteins. And you can get it transdermally. If you have low stomach acid, I'd recommend both. Get the magnesium cream. But take it every day. Magnesium is hugely important. <clears throat> and again, if you're magnesium deficient, panic attacks, anxiety, headaches, migraines, hormone imbalance, neurologic disorders. And again, remember, the standard medical doctor does not learn any medication or any nutrients. So if you go in there with numbness and tingling, they're not going to look for a mechanical cause or magnesium deficiency. You've got to fix the, the problem. And then look at natural sources. We're looking at banana, nuts, fish, mackerel again. God, mackerel is one of my favorite fish. Dark green leafy vegetables, dried fruits. I mean, these are all really, really good for you. And nose breathing. Remember, breathing. You're breathing carbon dioxide out. This is an acid. But if you were to breathe in through your nose and out through the mouth, you're creating nitric oxide. The mucous membranes in your nose, and the nitric oxide opens up the air tube. That means it's a bronchodilator. It's a vasodilator. So you could be wheelchair-bound, and you could help your bones by breathing in through your nose, out through the mouth, in through the nose, out through the mouth. And just diaphragmatic nasal breathing helps everything. Now, everybody can exercise. Even my quadriplegics can do deep diaphragmatic breathing exercises. Okay, so, but do what you can. Even if it's just standing on a vibration plate, that will help. But, but exercise is hugely important. 
and then prayer and meditation. Why? Because we have that automatic nervous system, autonomic, and this governs kidney function, it governs heart function, lung function, every function in the body. And when you're in a fight-or-flight state or a sympathetic dominant state, guess what? you got decreased tissue production. you got decreased blood supply and nerve supply to the gut. you got decreased gastric motility. you got poor sleep patterns. You are never going to see somebody with cancer or chronic disease that wakes up in the morning and says, God, I slept good. No. They're miserable. They're sick. Now, prayer and meditation, connecting with with um, a power greater than you. And there's a lot of different um, techniques. Like we use neuro-linguistic programming. Emotional freedom technique is excellent. But deal with the emotional stressors as important as the physical. So when we talk about healthy bones, and we always put the same five keys up, because it is the same five keys, Proper nerve supply. You live your life through the nervous system. If you're in a sympathetic dominant state, you're not going to survive. Regular exercise. That's the healthy body, healthy brain, healthy movement. If man makes it, you don't eat it. That's, that's evident on the, on the destruction of our species now. Sufficient rest. That's when your body regenerates in prayer and meditation. Um, that's that the, you get you're going to have healthy bones now tonight on the on the censored version we're going to talk about the negative efficacy of the covid shot okay yeah to see how i cover that up okay and you're going to learn a lot about re- relative risk versus absolute risk um, we're going to detail this out and also what you can do because you are a danger if you're working around people that have had the shot. There is viral shedding, but I'm going to show you tonight on how to protect you, protect your families, and if somebody did get the shot, how to keep them alive so their body can regenerate. This is Dr. John Bergman, your health advocate. God bless you, and I love you. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.